Welcome to It Is Always Now with Marty Long. Get ready to open up and let true joy into your life. Join Marty for conversations about inclusivity and respect, the importance of curiosity, and making change happen. Your journey of exploration and discovery into the greater world around us begins now. Here's Marty. Greetings. My name is Marty Long. My goal is to encourage you to awaken your curiosity. Curiosity is what keeps us seeking and finding truth and lasting joy. It occurred to me the other day that YouTube has become a place of worship for many people. I ran this by my friend who's in her 20s. She just looked at me like, well, of course, everybody knows that. And it's because there are options for every faith and focus you can imagine, and you can engage with them in your own living room. And for people like me who want to get inspiration from multiple sources, even better. When my husband and I do not go to church, we watch something inspirational on YouTube. We started this during COVID. It works, so we still do it. A few weeks ago, we were listening to our current favorite inspirational speaker, and he had a discussion on POTS. That's right, P-O-T-S, POTS. I liked it. It resonated with me. So I want to put my own spin on it. The basic premise is this. Think of plants. Lots of plants in lots of pots. Some pots are beautiful. Some are ugly. Some are broken. Some are old. Some are new. So let me ask you, what's more important? The pot or the plant that is in the pot? I think you'd agree with me that it's the plant. The plant is alive. It can grow. It can produce beauty. So for this discussion, I want to define things this way. The pot is just what holds the plant. The soil and water in the pot around the plant provide the nourishment that the plant needs. So pots equal our physical body. Plants equal our soul. And the soil and water is spiritual nourishment. The key point that this speaker made was that the eternal does not care so much about our body. He does not focus on our personality or human tendencies. No. The eternal cares about our soul, our self. And that makes sense to me, now that it was brought to my attention in this way, because when you think about it, the soul is what really matters. It's our inner self. It's that piece of us that goes into eternity. I don't know about you, but I spent a lot of time focused on my actions and reactions, and now I realize that, well, where do those actions and reactions come from? My body. Any real change has to come from my soul. Perhaps like me, you tend to focus more on your actions and reactions and try to change them. And how does that work for you? I have to tell you, it doesn't work very well for me. I get frustrated and generally just give in. Hold that thought. I want to go back and clarify a little more about the purpose of the soil. If the soil is hard and dry and the nourishment has been sucked out of it, the plant is not going to do well. In fact, if something doesn't change, it will die. 
So what matters is how we care for our soul, how we replenish it with meditation and prayer and study. If we do that, many of our actions and reactions will take care of themselves. Stay with me. In previous podcasts, I have often referred to the trenches in our minds and hearts, how we can work to dig new good ones and fill up the old bad ones. So think of our soul as the, shall we say, the source in us. It is the source for refreshing water that our soul needs in order to grow. In our meditation and study, that nourishes the soul. When the soul is nourished, that clear, cool water flows through us. And when it does, it quenches the hot flames that we create when we focus too much on our actions and reactions. Making any sense? This source, the cool water that comes from this source, is what influences everything else we do and who we are. It is the source of the water and food that our plant, a.k.a. our soul, needs. It is what gives us the desire and strength to make changes or to let them happen. It is the source of strength we need in order to dig those new trenches and fill up the old ones. Now, let's circle back and think through what happens if we only focus on our bad habits and reactions. If we only focus on our pot. Well, here's what I find happens to me. And perhaps you can relate to this too. First, I get discouraged easily because I fail often. When I was in high school, I took gymnastics. I had no talent and was ghastly at it. But the school I went to took a very positive approach. They let me stay on the team and do my best. The balance beam was my favorite and I still have good balance. I think it's because of that early training of mind over muscles. At least something good came out of it. Now, close your eyes and envision yourself walking on that narrow beam. Only it keeps going. You you can't even see the end of it. Now, I don't know about you, but my chances of staying on there for very long are slim to none. Sooner or later, I will fall off. And then I can have one of three reactions. Either I can bemoan the fact that I just can't do this. Why do I even try? Poor me. I'm hopeless. And I can simply walk or run away from the beam and never come back. Or I can look at those around me. Many of them are falling off more often than I do. And I can gloat. I keep trying, sort of. I mean, I need to stick around and show those other people how it's done. Or door number three, I can take it seriously. I can practice every day and determine to be my best, not based on what the others around me do. I can get a trainer and put all I have into it. I don't have to be the best. Just focus on being my best. I thank my father, thank my father, who was a teacher, for helping me to look at life in this way. He was not one of those parents who, when you came home with your report card and you had two B's on it, would say, well, 
I thought you were getting all A's. What's this? You've got to fix it. No, no. He would say, you know, I don't expect you to be perfect, but I want you to be the best that you can be. And I'm just looking at this one B over here, and I kind of think maybe you can do better. Try a little harder. You think about that. You see my point? There are the reactions we can take when it comes to our relationship with the eternal. You can say, I guess I'm just one of those people who gets angry easily. I've tried to control my emotions, but I can't do it, so I'll just be me. Or you can say, sure, I'm a bit of a hothead, but look at that person over there. They're angry all of the time. Anyway, when I get angry, it's understandable. I have values. I have righteous indignation. You see, when you take either of those approaches, you're only focusing on your pot. So, door number three, you can focus on the soil. Put food into it. Weed it, water it. That is to say, you can meditate, pray, and study. When you do this, you're allowing the eternal to change you. We'll never be perfect, but we can slowly become closer to the eternal. And then we can be amazed at the changes in ourselves, in our actions and reactions. Now, some inspirational groups will tell you that all you need to do this is inside of you. All you need to become a wonderful person and have a beautiful life, it's all there inside of you. You don't need to look outside of yourself. Now, I definitely agree that what you need is inside of you. I believe you're born with it. And furthermore, and more importantly, I believe you're born with the capacity to activate it. But I do not think we can activate it on our own. Which is why I do side with those who believe that there is something outside of self. And for me, that something is the eternal. Furthermore, you must invite the eternal in. The eternal will never force himself in. He has given us free will. He is seeking sentient beings like you and me who are capable of truly loving. True love cannot be forced. It has to come naturally. And how do we do that? We awaken our curiosity. We seek the eternal. We invite him in. He's always right there waiting for the invitation. Which is one reason why we must meditate and pray and study. It is meditation, prayer, and study that strengthens our safe space. Will we get to a place where it comes naturally? Probably not. Will we get to a place where it just automatically happens? No. We're human. But the more time spent in meditation and prayer and study, the quicker the response time will become. Okay, that's a lot. Some things to ponder on. So let's look at a few quotes and keywords. The first quote that came to my mind is one I'd used before. Albert Einstein. Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. 
So the key word here, balance. And Webster, on definition number five, says balance is mental and emotional steadiness. Riding a bike takes steadiness, and you need to have steadiness as you learn and grow. Here's another quote that throws another aspect into this. It's not what we do once in a while that shapes our lives. It's what we do consistently. Tony Robbins said that, and here's one from Dwayne Johnston. Success isn't always about greatness. It's about consistency. Consistent hard work leads to success. Keyword, consistency. Webster, on definition number three, gives us one of those all capital sister words. Persistency. Webster also says that firmness is part of this, and I think that refers to our resolve. The more often we do something, the better we get at it, whether it's walking on a balanced beam or connecting with the eternal. I just sort of accidentally ran into this next quote. It says the source is unknown, but here we go. Surround yourself with people who make you hunger for life. Touch your heart and nourish your soul. And I think the time we spend with the eternal, that's just that. It nourishes us. We nourish our plants. We nourish our soul. Here are some additional words from the thesaurus about nourishing. Enriched, fortified, restorative. As we meditate, pray, and study, we need to get off of the road of life. We need to stop spinning and focus. Give the eternal a chance to work in our hearts and minds. They're leaving it there for now. But I want to ask one more time. What is more important? The plant that is in the pot or the pot itself? That plant is your soul. It is alive. It can grow. It can produce beauty. So never forget, wherever your path takes you, whatever way you learn and grow works the best for you, it's always time to reach out to the eternal. Now is always the time to strengthen that connection. It is always now. Now.